Pints and Pies podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Daniel and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Pies podcast. Tights and Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Danielle Radford. Hi. There's hey. no, I, there are no names. I'm doing I, and what? Lindsay Kelk. That's me. I'm just going to go by Lublin for the rest of this podcast, <laughs> WWE style. I only have one name now. <laughs> but if it was WWE, you would just be Hal. Like you wouldn't get to be yeah. Lublin. There's too much character in Lublin. You just be, just be Hal. I'll just be Hal. That's right. I'll go my middle name. I'm Scott. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you'd be Scott. One. You'd be just Scott. Scott in the yeah. black trunks. That's who you yeah. are now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. We got a lot to talk about. This week, we want to give one corner of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Ah, you miss them stingers when you can't hear them. <laughs> yeah, you really do. So good. So good. You really do. It's been another week where the real world has impacted wrestling, the murders of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, along with subsequent protests across the world have affected us all, and the world of wrestling is no different. So let's jump into some wrestler responses. Does anybody want to start with one in particular? I have a bunch called up. Um so we can um, actually quote them. Ooh, I, so here's the thing. I'm black and tired, so I didn't do mm-hmm. any of the research for this episode. Uh, That's I fine. figured coming into it being black and tired would just be enough. Um, it is. <laughs> so if you have just a rundown of, of stuff that I will either remember or make fun of on the fly, sounds great. Oh, we right, there's so much. There's so much for you. It's just the shit sandwich of badness, except there is no real shit sandwich. It's the shit layered on top of shit and someone stuck a piece of lettuce in there. And that's Randall. Like Randall's the lettuce. I, I, you go, you go. All right, let's start with WWE. Racism then, now, and forever. Uh, their <laughs> statement was, WWE supports an inclusive society and mm-hmm. condemns racial injustice. Mm-hmm. So oh, great to Rough, know. hardline stance. We stand beside our black performers, employees, mm-hmm. and fans around the world, but that's it, and encourage everyone to use their voice to speak out against racism. Okay? We offer our sincere condolences to the family of George Floyd and the families of countless others who've lost their lives due to senseless violence. Are they going to send his family a belt? I mean, that's literally... <laughs> that is what they do. That's what yeah. they do. Belts. I just... I, it's a memorial I am belt. Almost, I'm almost certain that was raised, you know? Like, I just feel mm-hmm. like in the meeting, somebody was like, belt? And then somebody was like, no belt. Yo, no belt. If WWE could send me, like, a title, but with two black power fists on either side, you know, where they put characters' logos, I'd actually be here for that. Just send it to me. Don't Let's send all it to wear anybody it. else. Yeah. yeah don't send it to... <laughs> no. Yeah. God, no. Don't. Also, don't anyone from WWE hear this and think it's actually a good idea. Yeah, right? we're, we're, making, we're making funsies, guys. We're making don't fun send, of you. Like, no yeah. one in Memorial Belt. Um, no. I just... I. Hmm, it's funny because on a day, uh, Blackout Tuesday, where we gave people an excuse not to say dumb shit, to just not talk, we gave you an excuse. And yet everyone was just being so fucking stupid. And like all of these companies were opening themselves up to like, how many times has Hogan been, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, and again, it's that thing where it's like, you can't, 
as a company like WWE, I'm sorry, you don't get to just now say like, oh yeah, we totally believe that black folks shouldn't get shot by the police or whatever. Like, I'm sorry, you have to actually go back and confront the stuff that you did, the stuff that you are responsible for and be like, you know, we, we need to make changes. Here are the changes that we are dedicated to making. And the first one is Hulk Hogan can't be on my TV screen or not the first one, but it's on the list. Like you can't just put out a statement that's like, oh, yeah, man, we totes love black folks um, without acknowledging all of the wrong that's happened. It's just not. And that's what they like doing. They like being like, hey, guys, see, we did the thing. We said the thing. We're super progressive. And it's like, but you did the thing. So it's it's exhausting. And they haven't offered to make a donation or anything. Right. Am I right in thinking that they haven't? put any of their vast wealth anywhere apart from into the president's re-election Not publicly campaign. anyway. Noted. Noted. Good well, no, but if they're going to do it, they're going to do it publicly. That's the thing is like with yeah. some people you can say, oh, well, they might be doing things we don't know yeah. about behind no, the not. scenes because that's who they are. That's not who, that's not who WWE is. No. If they were doing it, it would be across all fucking platforms 24-7 all the oh, time. Oh, it would be the we giant check. Here. They would be marching a giant check up the and street. And a belt. There would and be a black lives matter And there would be a belt. belt that, yeah. Oh, God. I can and they would see give it. it to Ed- that's the scary thing. Yeah, and they the- wouldn't know who to give it to, so they'd, they'd give, give it, it to, to Sean King. They'd give it to, <laughs> to Randall. Randall. <laughs> be like, you know what? I think he's done the most for the movement. I think if you really look at it objectively, he's done the most for the movement. I just... They give one to him and one to JVL because we all know how much JVL loves black people. <laughs> that's his thing. That is one of his hobbies, uh, which is not a... Drilling down into WWE, Stephanie McMahon said, in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. That's a quote mm. of Martin Luther King. Yep. And then wrote, I love and support my black friends and colleagues. To everyone who has ever felt the impact of and fear of racial injustice, okay. I will use my voice for you. To which, uh, let's see, a couple responses here. Pansexual Chocolate, Daniel Radford on Twitter said, open your purse. And <laughs> Black yeah, Lives Matter. That is Matter, a really nice purse, too. Julian yeah. Burrell said, unless Hulk Hogan is on camera giving an express apology to the black fans, talent, and staff that he offended with his hateful diatribe, he has no business ever being on your TV shows ever again. That guy should work in uh, radio or podcasting or something. He's got away with it yeah seems like he's yeah. seems like he's uh he's got he's got a good handle on what's going on yeah <laughs> really that way oh stephanie i'd like to hear from stephanie's black friends a she wanted us to know that she definitely does have black friends right um uh, but b she definitely was like i just want to make sure my black friends know it's like you, not all black people first <laughs> not just like all black folks no. or just 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 your black just the people that can come to the country club stuff yeah it's just, just the, the woman people. that was in her mommy and me group that one lady who, like, you know, actually seemed okay. That's, she wants that lady to know that she's thinking of her. Stephanie, you know that when you say friends, your nannies don't count as friends, right? Like, <laughs> she, people she that work for you aren't friends. They are actually... Everyone go uh. read Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed and learn that that is not the case. Yeah, like, if, you, uh, if you know someone's social security number, you're either fucking, you made them, or they're not your friend. Sorry. Like, if you have access to their social security number, that's If you have to give them a W-2, you're uh, not your friend. Here's what we can do. I, I have a couple more. Yes. Um, I'm going to – I'll give you two, and I'll see if you – if you don't know, Danielle, I want you to guess who tweeted this. Oh, no. Here's one. Okay. Any cowboy worth his salt knows that black lives matter. Uh, Kevin Nash? No, that is Hangman Page. All right, Hangman. Woo! It's that's and a that's a dumb thing. That's uh, right. You don't. I don't. 
you don't necessarily have to keep it kayfabe, but like I get I get what you're doing. I, I don't I don't hate mm-hmm. it. But also you can just say Black Lives Matter. You don't have to add the cowboy shit, dude. Yep. Also, cow, cowboys were black and Mexican. It's fine. It's fine. That's a lesson for another time. Maybe. <laughs> here, here are back to back tweets for you. These are both from May 27th. Oh. One is um, that shitbag cop kneeling on George Floyd's neck and uh, with the caption, I often wonder what these pricks look like under their white hoods. Oh, followed shit. by the majority of police officers are responsible, incredible oh, public man. servants. This motherfucker was the last guy picked in gym class. Punk ass bitch for life. Whoa. Um, well, the four, 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 four life. Was that Scott? No. Who was that? That's Kevin Nash. That's Kevin Nash. All right. Yeah. There we gonna, knew he'd be in there. We knew as soon yeah. as I heard the four life, I was like, okay, it's what I and I knew. Yeah, the second one was not necessarily needed, Kevin. But also, Kevin Nash is like, he is very consistent about standing up for shit. Like he is mm-hmm. vocal when not everyone is being vocal and not every corporation is being vocal. And like he does the work all of the time when it comes to being um, being someone who is on the the right side of shit. Um, and that doesn't just mean like because I believe he's also someone who has said stuff and I've got to look back so don't hold my feet to the fire on this one but um, I believe he is also it's not just about like black folks and don't kill black folks he's also said stuff about LGBT rights I believe he also said stuff about women's rights like mm-hmm. Kevin Nash you know uh, he's been hit in the head a whole bunch and most of his body don't work but his brain's still there yeah 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 he's been he's been active politically for a very long time and been yeah. uh, on the right side of history uh, Pete Dunn uh, along with Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, have released the OG BSS T-shirt. Name. <laughs> I know it's we're we're out of the bad. We're we're in a much better place. Are we well, sure we're out of the bad? Because I know there's more no, bad. We're there's, not out of it yet. Some, there's there's some a little bad, bad but it's going <laughs> to get better. Some terrible news. That's okay. Well, no, 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 we're no, get there because I know there's like the really bad, and we have to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, Trent Seven, Pete Dunn, and Tyler Bate have released the OG BSS T-shirt, raising money for Black Lives Matter. So you can go buy those right now. A hundred percent of proceeds will be dedicated. Or donated rather, so check that out. Get that the British Strong Style T-shirt. Yeah, oh. they so far have already donated twenty thousand. Fucking dope. Which is okay, so that's dope. just going to be for the run of the shirt, which means it'll probably yes. only last for like a next couple. But whatever, that's fine. Yeah. That's great. It's yeah. a lot of money. Uh, that's that's a decent a chunk lot of money. Of money, yeah. Uh, which is just draws into stock relief organizations that have deep deep pockets. Multiple organizations that have deep deep pockets, and they're not making corporate donations, but they're expecting their performers to go out and. For the fans to find twenty grand, like oh okay, cool. Because ultimately, like that's twenty grand out of their own pockets. Because they, if they could have sold that T-shirt to benefit themselves, they would have made that twenty grand. But you know, the governor, it. the governor of Florida recently got a lot of money. You could probably ask whoever gave that money if they have to. They have some more. Money I mean, but it. Danielle, how would we ever know? How could we ever find out? <laughs> if they had a person, they wanted to open it. Probably mm-hmm. some of the people feel who- like they could but as a white woman i'm just really at a loss as to how we could find out that information or how we would even open our purses we don't get taught that like i don't i don't know they don't teach us it's not our fault it's not in any way our own responsibility to educate ourselves and find out things no it's not our fault wait a minute you can educate yourself no, I know how they didn't tell you either right to tell you guys but i've been really busy not getting shot I was just over here being white and didn't realize I had to educate myself. Yeah, that sorry. seems like a lot of work. Well, it's because Danielle just... didn't tell us. This yeah. Is, you know? Oh, I mean, yeah. Danielle, on, this Danielle. one's on you It was you, my probably. responsibility. Yeah. You're right. If I wanted you guys to know that black people are people, I should have said it louder and more often. And in fact, I do, but I should have said it nicer. 
Um, yes. Mostly while cradling your head and rubbing your hair and singing a great yeah. song about how you're one of the good ones. If you could be more likable, I would probably listen to you a whole bunch more. That's all I'm you're saying. That's one all I'm of saying. the good ones, but black people are people. Something like that. I'll work on you the You lost tune. me at the end, but like... You, you oh, keep working I'll on I'll just it. keep saying you're one of the good ones over and over. And then as you touch my skin, I will know that that means that you think black folks are folks. And I will ignore um, when you go to wash your hands right after. Yes, if you could do that. <laughs> then, then I think we can all coexist perfectly well. Fantastic. Yeah. You Somebody get, get Stephanie sticker. on the phone. Get Stephanie on the phone. We well, figured it out. It's all yeah. going to be okay. You know what? Fuck Green Book. We just did it in under 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes, bitches. Where's my we Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> And then Jackson Riker, remember him? And I had to look at his name and go like, oh, wait, is he a wrestler in WWE? He tweeted, thankful for the POTUS we have, exclamation point. God bless America, built of freedom. And then included forgotten no more, which could not be a worse catchphrase for someone who I did not realize was actively wrestling and did not remember ever being a wrestler. Uh, fuck his face. The Forgotten yeah. Sons already had such a weird, like, I feel like we've talked about that before, right? Where yeah. it's like, you, you're you part of this wave of people where it's like, what's, uh, your gimmick's a little, I don't know. I mean, I right? don't even feel like Forgotten Sons is dog whistly. I feel like it's it's there. It's, like it's a whistle. right there. It's, yeah. a, yeah. it's like it's a whistle. clap. Fuck me. It's a screaming at your dog across the park because it won't come back from shagging the other dog. Like, it's not a whistle. <laughs> like, it's... It's sparkles, just, yeah. sparkles. <laughs> Put sparkles. that down. No. Put that down. That's not where that goes. Right That's not where that goes. <laughs> he never does this. Sparkles, sparkles. <laughs> like he so obviously does do this. Also, his real name is Chad. So let's have a moment for that. Oh boy, what an absolute scumbag! <laughs> I retweeted to say thank you for letting us know you are a real life piece of shit, and I immediately was piled on to tell me that I'm a bully. Uh, I was bullying oh, a patriot. No. Yeah, be a yeah. star, Lindsay. I know, which was nearly my response. But then I'm like, oh, these aren't actually wrestling fans. These are just like cunts. Um, so I, I didn't use the terminology. Uh, I just expressed that he had a right to his opinion. I had a right to my opinion, and they could both go fuck themselves. So I think, which is also your opinion. That's yeah. not my opinion. Yeah, which, as an American, I am allowed. I am entitled to. And as a white lady, you better believe you're going to hear it. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's like, maybe let's use some of that energy, um, to quote Kyla Hughes on Twitter. Let's use some of our let's speak to the manager energy to get shit done. What a piece of shit. What a giant, enormous piece of shit who ought to be removed from my eyes for all eternity. I don't want to know about him. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see it when he gets the belt in a couple of and weeks. he is. He will. Yeah, he's, sure. he's got, he's got uh, Uncle he's Donnie's protection now. There were a number of replies to this. I'm just going to highlight the one that I think is probably the best one. Mm. Just my opinion, which is the freedom you speak of entitles you to speak your mind all you want. I'm not here to argue that. I just really need to tell you that I think pushing your shitty wrestling catchphrase as all this is happening is absolutely pu- fucking pathetic. Good night. And that is from Kevin Owens. <sighs> Kevin, you just can't. He, he never misses. Nope. No. He just never he just never misses. I, Thank you. Pushing your shitty fucking wrestling catchphrase right now. Thank you. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, yeah. yes. I think it's proof that the most the more cats you have is directly correspondent to how good of a person you are in professional Agreed. wrestling. Agreed. Because he's got so many now. <laughs> he has the yeah. most cats and yeah. he is the best person. Yeah. He reached I the mean, threshold. It's science. Yeah. 
And then finally, let's let's end this with some incremental change. Randy Orton tweeted hashtag Black Lives Matter, to which somebody responded, stop spreading hate and segregation. Try unity and working together. People need to change, not something needs to change. All lives matter. To which uh, Randy Orton wrote, all lives do matter. But the point I was trying to make is that I finally realized that is that until black lives matter, they can't get it. I, I just, I, what, what is happening? I mean, I don't know how to feel because I've seen people feeling lots of different ways and I no longer know how I myself feel about basically anything. It, oh, um, Lindsay, I texted Lindsay this because we, there's a thing that happens. Um, I don't have a name for it yet, but it, it's like the Randall pendulum where he'll do something that we will compliment him for on the podcast. And then like three days later, he'll do something that's really fucking shitty. Um, like, you know, he did that really good job at being a person and doing good work for Kofi. And then all of a sudden he's saying nigga on fucking a live stream. So it's like, it's, uh, it's real back and forth with Randall. And so now that we've said something nice about him, I can't wait to see how the pendulum swings next week and what happens. But I will say, you know, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not giving anybody cookie. I, I do think it's brave if you work at a company like WWE to actually be able to say something. I don't think it's as brave if, if you're Randy Orton because you're Randy fucking Orton and ultimately you're going to be fine. But I do think that one thing that we have to be open to and okay with is giving people room to change and grow. I don't think that means we give everybody cookies and we got to stop inviting people to the fucking barbecue because at this point there's no black people left at the goddamn barbecue. It's just white people. But we have to admit when someone looks like they're growing and for the fact that he did acknowledge like hey i used to have shitty ideas and then i learned and i grew and i changed um he still needs to open his purse everyone needs to open their purse but i do think that having someone like him who is so important to the roster who is such a main star and particularly someone who um in the past has been kind of a shitbird when it comes to this stuff um, and who in the past, uh, and who has so many fans who have agreed with him and bigged up him for him to do that to his audience. It's not a small thing and it is cool, but he does need to follow it up by opening his fucking purse. At the very least he could shit in Jackson Riker's bag. Just shit yeah. in his bag. It's right there. The shit in there. I'm not saying no one should open their purse around Randy. Let me make this very clear. You yeah. keep your purse shut. Uh, you go into the bathroom and you handle your purse business. But yeah, no, I'm just if if, if look if a forgotten son's uh, bag happens to be happens to be empty, um, you can fill that with forgotten ones and twos. If you know what I'm saying, I'm saying poop and pee. Also, stay away from uh, Sean Waltman with your open purse. He'll also shit in a bag. There, there are a startling number of, of people. Two is too many who will shit in a bag. I'm thinking it's some kind of thing where it's like, oh, yeah, no, dude, shit in your bag. That's just what we do. And it's like, I don't know that that's I don't know that that's a fun rib. I think that's just poop in a bag. Yeah. I don't I, know that that's like a fun tradition. That's for you. That's like, I've always wanted to shit in a bag. Dear yeah. penthouse, I never thought this would happen to me. There I was in the locker room with an open bag, and I had a turtle head popping out. So I knew my moment had come. Yeah. I squatted over the bag right. and sweet Enough. release. No, I don't wow, like this. Is gross. Very like Harper beer. Collins no. is publishing my novel. They <laughs> publish my novel, so no. Okay. <laughs> no. It's too late. They've already, the pre orders are through the roof. It's number two on Amazon. It's me, the young bucks, and poop in a bag. It's it's not yeah. okay. No, I can't wait for that episode of Dark Side of the Ring where it's just like we unveil 
There's hideous stories of a lifelong of pooping in bags. It's going to be every wrestler and they're all going to be like silhouetted and their voice yeah. slightly changed. <laughs> I can't wait I for that I thought it was going to be a joke, but it was so much more. We were doing a Broadway <laughs> down south. and <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're doing the Tennessee loop. <laughs> And then all that's of a what sudden, it's called now. Forever and ever, pooping in a bag will be a Tennessee loop. Oh, and that's that's right. all it will ever be. It's all it will ever be. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to cover? I mean, I'm there's a million more people said a million more things, but there's only... I don't want to... Like Danielle says, It's you don't get like a prize for being right. So like, mm-hmm. thank you to everyone, I guess, that did and say it, a good thing. And yeah. fuck you if you didn't. And fuck you also if you did the least minimum damage control that wouldn't upset uncle vince you thought you probably should say something to say on the right side of t-shirt sales fuck you guys and also fuck you linda hogan the whole hogan family all of them i didn't know what i do this does yeah. we, we should ahead. have to say i will mention this i'm sorry for interrupting because you were about no, to no. do very important work that i'm not doing right now i will say this which of y'all didn't think linda hogan was going to be a piece of shit about this Linda Hogan was going to be a piece of shit about this. The whole Hogan family was going to be a piece of shit about this. And I do, I will say this, Tony Khan is not perfect. And I think that that's one of those things where it's like, you can have an alternative and, and not being the worst doesn't make you the best. It just makes you're not the worst. But like, I do appreciate that he went out and said, along with your ain't shit ex-husband, you are now banned from AEW events. I do think that's cool. Um, Also, (laughs) like, I love the Bucks, but oh, fuck you Bucks. Because I still remember that time when they were like, we want to, we want to, we want to fight Hulk Hogan. It's like, not now, not with Daddy Khan. Daddy Khan says no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He got the purse strings. No Hogan's allowed. Like, no Hogan's allowed. No Hogan's allowed. That's how I feel about all the things. If you've got any thoughts on what we've discussed so far, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord via the links in our show notes. But maybe think before you post. We'll be back to talk about some more conventional wrestling news. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Hi, I'm James, host of Minority Corner, which is a podcast that's all about intersectionality. It's hosted by James with a guest host every week. Discussing all sorts of wonderful issues, nerdy and political. Pop culture. Black, queer, feminism. Race, sexuality. News. You're going to learn your history, their self-empowerment, and it's told by what feels like your best friend. Why should someone listen to Minority Corner? Why not? Oh my God, free stuff. There's not free stuff. The listeners of Minority Corner will enjoy some necessary LOLs, but mainly a look at what's happening in our world through a colorful lens. People will get the perspective of marginalized communities. I feel heard. I feel seen. Like you said, you need to understand how to be more proactive in your community and this is a great way to get started. Join us every Friday on Max Fun or wherever you get your podcast. Minority, Minority Corner. Corner. Because, because together, together we're, we're the majority. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. It's a shorter news segment than usual this week, but there's still so much to get into. I mean, Alistair Black beating Seth Rollins, and then Seth beat him up, and then and, and Umberto Carrillo as well. I'm, I'm really enjoying heel Seth Rollins. This is the best version of Seth Rollins I've seen, including in The Shield. I'm not as attached to The Shield. I think they're fine. But because I wasn't there for sort of the height of it, I was there as they broke up. But I think his promo work and character work 
and everything is really, really strong right now. So it's nice to see. You know what his biggest heel move is yet? I, as far that? as I can see, is uh, he appears to have made Becky move from L.A. to Davenport, what? Iowa. Quad cities represent. <laughs> she uh, she was posting on Instagram. She was at a protest yesterday, I believe, or on Thursday. She posted that she was at a protest in Davenport, Iowa. I'm like, oh, I was wondering how that would go because last time I spoke to her, she was looking to buy around the Venice area, and now she's in Davenport, Iowa, which I'm sure might be lovely. But so, do, do we? Is it confirmed that she's living there, or is it like she was? visiting i don't know i mean he lives there right because his business is there well yeah and like his family i think that's where he's from i if it's for covid reasons i totally get it if it's for love reasons sure i i support you no matter what you do (laughs) but i have never been i have never been so in love that i would leave like move away from the place that i've been dreaming of buying a house in for years um to go somewhere that is like the opposite of that I, I will say it's the only person in this on this show who's been to Davenport, Iowa. I can't believe I'm the <laughs> only one. Uh, it is a lovely area. It's very it's like suburban small town uh, is sort of the feel of it. You're right I've on the corner. I've through Iowa. Yeah, you've been to the but you've been to the Quad Cities that area. Quad Davenport. City, DJ. You know yeah. we call in the train. <laughs> yeah, you got Davenport. You got your Bettendorf. You got Moline, and then I think East Moline is the other one, maybe. If so, that's very that's kind of weak sauce. But uh, at least your money stretches. I, that's what I think. It's like, oh, buying in Venice, you're gonna spend two million dollars oh, yeah. for eight hundred square feet, or you're gonna yeah, go to Davenport, can, where is the thing? Of course she can. But she I was mean, also considering buying in Inglewood, and our own Opal Mike Eagle suggested she not do that. But she was thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Venice is uh, Venice is very nice. She, she would have been my neighbor. I Stone Aww. Cold lives somewhere around here. He lives in the exact like same zip code I as me. I can't believe never you see haven't him. found him. I can't believe. I know. I was walking my dogs around around the marina and I seen this guy come up who's a podcaster. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's how, that's that's how that episode guy. will start where he has me as his guest. So <laughs> Backlash is a week from Sunday. Oh yeah. And uh, we're getting this this greatest wrestling match of all time. The grit and passion of Edge versus the natural ability of Randy Orton. This has the potential to be the greatest wrestling match ever. The story writes itself. When you introduce a comedian, it's probably a bad idea to go like, this is the funniest person you'll ever meet in your entire life because yes. you're setting up expectation in the audience that they will o- they can only be let down. Yes. They can only mm-hmm. be let down by it. You don't like, you just don't do that. That is cut standard practice. Don't say a wrestling match is going to be the greatest match ever. When well, because it's not gonna be. It won't. There <laughs> is no way it can be. be. There's <laughs> absolutely no way. And even having weird, like, tri- like, first of all, Shawn Michaels looks like he's doing Triple H cosplay because now he's got the big bushy beard. He shaved his head and he's in there like, "Me think be greatest match," and then he picks Edge <laughs> to win. I did like Randy Orton's promo. Two weeks ago on Raw, you said right to my face that I didn't have a passion for this business that I was handed everything, that I was content, that I just did it for the paycheck, that I was complacent, that I was comfortable. And you know what? <laughs> You're right. Tells the truth and then... And yeah. yet, it's not going to be the greatest wrestling match of all that. You can, no. you can try it out as many Hall of Famers as you want. I mean, There's at just... best, it could be the best Edge-Randy Orton match of all time. At yeah, best. It could, 
That's its best possible outcome. It couldn't even be match. Edge's best match or Randy's best match. And it, it won't can be, only be it... the best match between the two of them. And yeah. it won't be. You can't even say it's going to be the best match on the fucking card. Because like, I feel like we say that a lot. We're like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this. this. is going to be a great match. And then at the end of like, uh, at the end of a pay-per-view, we'll be like, okay. I like those people, but it just didn't do the thing I thought it was going to do. But that's just fine, I guess. All right. I mean, yeah. I hope it is good. I hope that this reverses that and that we think it's going to be not the greatest match ever and it is the greatest match ever, but I just don't see it. I, I don't either. Uh, in other news from Raw, the, the big things to discuss. Number one is Ray and Dominic giving their response from, I guess, his home gym or whatever. Sweet. But I got to tell you, Ray is a phenomenal in-ring performer. Uh-oh. For me personally, he was like an okay promo, but not great. Like the more acting that was required, the, the harder it got to sort of buy in. Then add... Uh, his son, who's kind of a copy of a copy in that way, definitely not like his promos just aren't there right now. And it, they were, I feel like they were unfairly asked to do too much to sell what will likely be Dominic's in ring debut to avenge his father, who's wearing a mask with an eye patch over it like he's Odin. I like that we have all <laughs> known Dominic for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for him that he gets opportunities. Mm-hmm. I think that that's great. Are we looking forward to watching this kid get his ass kicked? What are we doing here? Uh, we've already happening? seen it once. So we saw just, Brock beat him so up. So we're just gonna keep kick, we're just gonna keep kicking this little boy's ass like that's that's what we're doing now. Yes. We're just gonna keep beating the shit out of this kid that we've mm-hmm. watched. Grow yes. Up. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're there. So all, all the wrestlers pleasure. are are lining up like an airplane, <laughs> and he's the uh, he's the one who's like, "I gotta get out of here! I gotta get out of here!" And they're all gonna <laughs> take turns. Oh, I sold that kid a DS and I'm going to want to get his ass handed to him. Just the circle, the circle of life. Sunrise, <laughs> sunset. That's Sunrise, what's happening. Sunset. And that was his sliding doors moment. If he hadn't bought that DS, he, <laughs> he might have been. He wouldn't be getting his ass kicked on television for my entertainment. Yeah. Excellent. But, Excellent. but he, but he gonna. And uh, the other thing from Raw that I, I wanted to touch on was R-Truth beating Rob Gronkowski in his own front yard while Gronk was trying to make a TikTok video. And whoever his guy is, this stout guy, who I guess is his TikTok cinematographer, turned out to be guy. a referee. And then R-Truth was posing as the gardener and mm-hmm. attack, rolled him up and won the belt. But before that, they did the most inexcusable thing that they could have done on television which is replay even a second of that Gronkowski <laughs> promo from the previous week. It is the worst thing I've ever seen. Wish it to the fucking cornfield. Our truth. More like our lies. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for your very public declaration on Twitter that you'll be coming after my 24-7 title. Bring it on. Now, I'm a nice guy, so I'm just going to make sure you've got all the intel you need during your quest. I am Gronk. WrestleMania 36, hosts with the most, and reigning 24-7, champ. I feel like you hate that promo as much as you love MJF. Like, I feel like that's the depth of passion that yes. your hatred mm. for this promo has reached. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it, uh, it's, you've described it perfectly. That for, for every yin, there is a yang, and that is my... <laughs> It's Randall's pendulum. For every, Randall's for every pendulum, good, yes. there is a bad. This yes. is what we know. Randall's swing like a pendulum do. 
Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, Drake Maverick gave an oddly incoherent promo where he repeated, this could be the best day or it could be the worst day ever uh, as he went hey, into. he's going to eat a cookie. That's, yeah. what I, that's all I got from that promo. <laughs> he's going to oh, eat man. a cookie. That, like some days are good days and some days are like not good days. This no. could be either one of those days. Wow. <laughs> You know what I'm gonna do today? This is the first time I've felt no pressure in so long. I'm gonna have some cookies. I'm gonna have some cookies and catering, the favorite ones I've always looked at, but I never did because of the diet, because I want to get prepared, I always trained, I wanted to be a wrestler. I'm gonna have some chocolate cake too. But that's the, that's the thing with today. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm excited. And then uh. went on to wrestle El Hijo del Fantasma, who defeated him to become the first ever Cruiserweight title. And then at the top of the ramp, who should come out, but giant Shawn Michaels, Triple H, with what looked like the first <laughs> legitimate contract I've ever seen on television. Because I was going to screen grab it and send it to Danielle. Yeah. I'm like, could you please check the sign fine print? Because they're having him sign under duress in like yeah. a very emotional state. I don't know if this holds up legally if he signs this right now. But it's not uh, a one pager. It wasn't like a, no, a it was deal like memo. Five it was like pages. a. Yeah, it was multiple. Like, he had to leaf through and go, all right, sign here. Now sign here. Where now I'll sign it. I'll give it to you. Where is the Because you can't, even if, even if, look, Hunter is probably. You don't know that Beth a isn't a notary. I feel like Beth Phoenix is the notary. Oh, Mara. Beth, might, yeah. be, Beth sure. might be a notary. That's true. She just reaches underneath the announce table. It's like, yeah, like, finally, my time has come. And, like, pulls out her notary <laughs> book and her stamp. Uh, yeah. It had to be extra long because they had to write in the new terms and conditions about him coming back for less money. Um, so it was a little bit longer than the usual contract because they had wage. to really clean that up. Yeah. yeah. I hate this. I hate that storyline. I hate all of it. <laughs> I hate everything about it. I, do, I know there's so many things to be angry and hate right now. But like, amongst all of the filth that's running around the world right now is like we still have a pandemic. Um, and they made a storyline out of people losing their jobs and then giving one the Willy Wonka golden ticket back because he yeah. cried on the internet. And I'm not attacking Drake Maverick, no. Spod, whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm so pleased that someone has their job. Yes. I hate the way it was done. I hate that you made people all over the world losing their jobs a storyline. I saw Leo Rush being really angry about it online and I thought yeah. he was entirely justified. Absolutely. It, it's a, like literally, I know people who have lost their jobs at companies I've worked with before and across different industries. So like, do all those people get to stand in a room and whoever makes the most emotionally relatable and vulnerable video, do, does that person get their job back? It just, you know, it's Fuck such it. a, I, I tweeted about this. It's one of those things that bugs the absolute shit out of me is that like in order for things to happen, people have to like, I think maybe, I don't know if it's because of how much we like, like drama and TV and yeah. how much like TV is shaped. Listen to this. Like no one takes you seriously or listens to you unless you're cutting open your own fucking yep. guts and laying gotta them all over the place. You gotta expose your pain to be taken seriously. It's, and I'm not, this is not me having a go at Drake. Again, it's usually no. a thing that happens to women. It's usually women have to expose their pain to be taken seriously. Seriously. And I'm like, oh, it was interesting to see it happen to a guy, but it was also bullshit because it also unveils the fact, it reveals the fact that they didn't need to fucking fire anyone. The cost of that job did not leave WWE teetering in the brink because they were able to hire him back immediately. They were able to have Kurt Angle come back immediately. 
So don't Triple H get on a conference call, a press call and say, oh, a lot of people had to fire people to keep their companies around. Sucks that we had to do it. We, we hated to do it. But yeah, he earned that job back. Like, how did he earn that job back? Did you sit down and do a profit loss analysis on whether or not Drake fucking Maverick works for your company? Did you literally sit down and be like, oh, he's going to earn X million per year. So yeah, he can come back personally, but the others can't. Rusev's still out of a job. Sarah Logan's still out of a job. All those people, all those story producers, all those people that we didn't hire back. Eh. Like I'm, I'm getting really angry about it because I just genuinely feel like it rubs the entire world's nose in it right now. It's like so many people lost their jobs and you made it a storyline and you made that man humiliate himself for it. Gross. I mean, I know they also made him piss himself like a year ago. So that's somehow he's this down is worse. That. Yeah, this, this is, is worse. worse. This is worse. This is it worse really than that time that they made off. him pee all the time. I'm this close to going full Donnie. That's all I'm Ooh. saying. Like, I'm this close. You know, I like full Donnie. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> if anything was going to bring it out, it's it's, it's yes. this week. So uh, Village Lindsay is my favorite Lindsay. <laughs> I'm going full Village. I am going full. Cock of the Village, village. is here. Cock, cock of the Village. Cock of the Ville. I don't get started on the cock of the bill because I will fucking have you. That's all. <laughs> I, I have gone full Yorkshire, full Donny. I am not messing about. Do not, do not start with me, Hal. Do not start with me, Scott. That's all. <laughs> I'm glad we can laugh. I'm glad we can that, laugh. Whatever. Neither of us can leave our homes. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna drive by in my Fiat 500 and honk at a moderately loud rate. Like, that's all I can no, do. No, don't. Just put your fist out and shake it and then immediately cover it in hand sanitizer. Basically, yeah. Just spraying the hand sanitizer as I do it. Like, I'll, I'll drive with my knees. It will be fine. Uh, the biggest news for NXT was uh, a team getting a, earning a shot at the NXT tag titles. Your sexy spaceman, Brizongo, returning <sighs> my and taking up heart. the will. That that match had my whole heart. What was left yeah. of my heart after the all in women's fighting, because um, there was in the middle of the Candice Mia Johnny uh, Keith match. There was also like a big all in women scrap, which was mm-hmm. fun. Um, yep. It was like, oh my god, look, like eight women, six women, eight women, all fighting. This is delightful. Look at that. Um, of course, wrestling is good when I'm black and tired. God I know, but the good okay, news I'll is it's still there. It's still there. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the triple tag match I just thought was super fun, and I was so happy to see Breezango. I was sad that my boys Birch and Lorcan didn't win because <laughs> I thought yeah. after their promo they might finally get a fucking chance. Um, <laughs> no. But no, no. But it was so good to see Breezango back, and every time Breezango did anything, I'm like, "Put your legs." Um, but he seems good. <laughs> he seems fine and not broken. So that yeah. made me that made me really happy. They look great. And I'd love that they are astronauts now. And while I realize we will never see the hot cops ever again, and we will never get to go back to Fashion Peaks, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, no, they made, look, they read the room and they said, we're astronauts now. We're astronauts now. And they were correct. Look, look, I I imagine, uh, because as we all know, Tyler Breeze is the unofficial fourth or fifth, depending on if we're counting Kevin Owens, unofficial fifth member um, of New Day. So I just imagine that he just goes up to the guys and is like, so uh, Rizango's coming back. So what do you, uh, so astronauts? And everyone goes, yes, astronauts. And then he just leaves. <laughs> he didn't even have to ask and they didn't have to tell him. He just fucking knew. He, he just goes like, knew. yeah, so uh, 
got this astronaut astro- outfit and everyone's like, you're going to make a great astronaut, buddy. Oh, you're going to kill yeah. it as an astronaut. I like to think they were all gaming now. together online and he just threw it in on the headset and they all just kind of nodded. Like it was yeah. just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, cool. Or just like in the back, it. like it's hanging up and in and, and Woods is like, hey, like, <laughs> I, like- what, what's, what's behind you? And he's like, oh yeah, we're coming back. Uh, we're coming back this week. Um, we're astronauts. So now. we're astronauts now. And everyone's just like, oh yeah, yeah, you're astronauts. And then they're still playing PUBG or whatever. <laughs> they're good people they're good people i do sometimes wonder what would johnny curtis have been if he had never had the fandango gimmick it really just got me thinking because he is i'm just yeah. so curious i feel like he becomes like a sean spears where he's a guy like he's a wrestler's wrestler everyone really liked him yeah. he'd been working with all those dudes for a while if for i'm so not long. mistaken yeah he was a big and- deal johnny curtis was like oh my thing. goodness danielle i'm so glad you mentioned sean spears because there was a huge development on aew you know he's been sort of missing something since uh, ever since he uh, came over to EW, like something's kind of missing. Oh, Tully wow. Blanchard's been helping him, trying to find him a tag partner. But uh, thank goodness, in the back of a giant stretched out SUV, he finally, Tully Blanchard's like, I think I know what you've been missing. Oh, no. And he opens up this metal case. And it was a fingerless glove, a single fingerless glove that he wears on his left hand. And then, then the announcers... They had to tell us it's a big deal. Yeah, they had to go. That's a big deal, you guys. Well, maybe it's that glove. Like, they had to sell it to us. (laughs) And also, let me say something else about AEW. What? Yeah, fingerless glove. Yeah, it's that glove. It's that that black glove that DBRC wore for, like, a minute and before he was Million Dollar Man and other arcane wrestling references that only Cody gets because... Remember okay. when AEW was a new thing and it actually turns out it's just the rehash of a really old thing? Mm-hmm. It's that Okay, glove. so they don't, yeah, they don't care about Sean Spears at all is what I'm hearing. Is that no. They brought him in and made us no. think that he was going to be an important part of the show, but yeah. now they don't give a single fuck about it. No. I mean, he's got a glove, Danielle. I don't know yeah. what else you want them to do Cody with him. Cody gave him the glove. Cody gave him a glove. Cody, yeah. I mean, in, in one aspect, Blessed that could him. be a real sign of love from Cody because, like, Cody loves wrestling from... Only 20 years ago and earlier. No um, glove, no love. Yeah, no glove, no love. Cody, I'll try 40 that's what years Cody said earlier. when he gave it to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now he has the glove. Uh, yeah, he's got a glove now. So the opening match was, was Hangman Page and Kenny Omega retaining their tag team titles over Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian. Good match. Uh, Penelope Ford, obviously, at ringside, at one point gave a hurricane rana to, to, tried to Adam Page. Tried to give a hurricane rana to Adam Page. But he just stayed there. He just, just no-sold it. He just stood yeah. there and left her he, hanging from he, around his neck and, att- and called the referee's attention. Yeah. So I was like, there he, is a lady he, on me. <laughs> he tweeted on Wednesday, uh, that lady tried to give me a hurricane rana, but I don't have time for that. Okay. But Pretty great. The entire match, it's like Jim Ross has... Uh, has merged bodies with Jerry the King Lawler because oh. all like he just was like a human boner. And look, I will grant you, I Penelope Ford is an attractive woman, but also she's out there working as a wrestler. You don't have to, but you how? don't have to like, uh, like, don't take the blue shoes before the show, take them after. How? Yeah, that's, you for, needed, that's for your private time. He needed yeah. to tell you that she adds to the presentation. I think that was the first thing he said. Uh, right? She adds yep. something to the presentation. Well, presentation. And I yeah. immediately stopped listening to the commentary. I'm like, I am just now not paying any attention to this terrible old man. I've been thinking about this a lot with yeah. the Chelsea Green thing as well. And I just feel like... The commentary needs to correct this because there's two kinds of woman wrestler, right? There's like 
the women that are there primarily to wrestle and there are mm. women that are there primarily to titillate. And a lot of it is how they are perceived on commentary and how they are presented yes. to us, not what they yeah. themselves do. And I think that's why the Chelsea Green thing has been pissing me off because it's been really pissing me off. And then I see that she's bringing in so many ratings. Her ratings are huge. And now they're grooming her to be baby Charlotte to the point where they're calling her the princess. So it's the princess and the queen. But I realize it's not necessarily what she's doing. It's the way she's being presented to me. Mm-hmm. And that's how it used to be. And I think, you know, the Bella Twins bridged this and that's why i think we owe them because they started out as something that was presented to us to titillate and they turned themselves into wrestlers and if you want to own your hotness and say i'm hot hot, fucking deal with it that's great if you want to rely on that and not have anything but that then you're not for me and i think that's the problem here and that's the problem with the way that it that jr personally represents Penelope Ford she doesn't present herself as a sex symbol in nothing but she's a hot woman who defends her man gets into matches is going to do a hurricane Rana on hurricane Rana I can never say that on <laughs> on page in the middle of a match she will put her body out there she's a talented performer but if JR is only going to present her as something that's designed to titillate then they push her into that corner JR, you can't be us when you're doing commentary. If I was doing commentary, I wouldn't be talking about Eiffel Towers. I would be talking about like, you can't, you can't be hornst on Maine. And right now you're being really hornst on Maine. And just consistently too. There's never a break. Yeah. He doesn't know how to talk about the women unless he's talking about, like when he talked about Chris Statlander at Double or Nothing, when he was like, oh, the size of her legs, the big legs, strong legs. I'm like, just say she's strong. You don't have to say she's got big legs. <sighs> Just say she's, you would what? you say that about a guy? I'm like, looking at oh. them haunches there getting harder than, than algebra, and I'll tell you. <laughs> well, and it's also, because it's, it is, because I, I will say this, there has, there are some dudes where it's very much like, I got big ass arms, I got this, I got that. But that's also like, because it's part of their brand. It's like, yeah. you know, he, that guy that we hate had like the fucking pythons and like all that yep. other stuff. Um, that was part of their thing. If her thing was like, I got these Chun-Li legs and I will crush you with them, well, then that's different. Exactly. And there's a difference between representing yourself as owning your sexuality and being objectified. Speaking of which, Lindsay, it's time for your segment recurring on the show. What happened in the AEW women's division? We talked about Penelope Ford. There were two other things, including I'll let you. you So there were two other things. There was, if you can believe it, one match. It was between two black women, which is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Swole and Nyla, and I recommend it because I love Swole and Nyla. I loved Swole's Power Rangers gear. Uh, mm-hmm. It was great. I love Swole so much. She's the best. She was yeah. kind of drunk on the heels Zoom call, uh, and it was magical. Um, <laughs> but she was wonderful. Um, I, I'm, I, I was like, oh, progress. Two black women in the match on the TV show. That's awesome. And then I'm like, wait, how does this help any storylines? Oh, it doesn't. It, it's nothing to do with any storylines. We've given up on storylines again. We gave but it to Shida. But you could have made it be a storyline. We didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't. There's no storylines. The only woman in uh, AEW that has a storyline right now is the one that's out for six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker. Baker, she's a Dr. dentist. Dr. Britt Baker, yes. She's a dentist. And I will fully, with my whole heart... And I would put this over if it were any other week. This would be what I would be putting over is her rehab montage mm-hmm. <laughs> was one of the most glorious, truest, 
most full of joy moments I have seen on a professional wrestling program in so long. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was so good. It's great. I love that they've been able to turn her injury into something that we can use in a positive way to keep the show moving. But I would love for them to, you know, have a women's storyline. That might be nice. That might be fun. That would be. Just an idea. Just an idea. I mean, if if Cody's going to fucking bleed for TV. Oh, my God. Stop if Cody's going to blade for TV, I think we should be allowed a women's storyline. I did enjoy the Colt Jericho match. I thought that was super yeah, fun. The Colt Jericho match was good. Colt may join the Dark Order. We don't know. He's got an offer. Look, he's got an offer on the table. If he does join, we should get him back here because yeah. we can get all the dirt on the on the Dark Order. <laughs> What's going on in there? Who, which number is the best number? Like, who's the coolest? <laughs> Do you who's think he'll the, get a number? Who's the one you don't hang out with? I also, does he stay Colt Cabana if he doesn't? Yeah, does he become, become number, I don't know. number 84? Yeah. I don't know. They did give him a bottle of water. I would be more interested in joining an organization if they gave me a nice bottle of water when I just wrestled a match. It was thoughtful. It's just yeah. being considerate. It's they just care. being considerate. Yeah. yeah, so how do we know that they're really a bad deal? We don't. We don't. We don't, we don't. We don't know. If you have any thoughts on what we've discussed, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord via the links in our show notes. We'll be back after this with some things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is Tights and Fights. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we, may, we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There was one... Weather? <laughs> one time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. So. <laughs> so check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy is what all the iTunes reviews say. <laughs> they will now. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland and I'm joined today by... Daniel Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. We are going to end the show today by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. <laughs> Danielle, what would you like to put over? Um, but so if you go back and look a couple days back, um, Biggie posted a bunch of a uh, whole thread of stuff for people to look up. He referenced the Black Wall Street massacre in Tulsa. He referenced the prison industrial complex. He talked about COINTELPRO and the LA crack epidemic, the uh, 1985 bombing of a Philadelphia neighborhood. He didn't say it specifically. I think that that was the MOVE bombing mm-hmm. and just all kinds of stuff uh, that he actually talked about. Just to give people kind of a like, hey, we're we're mad for like a lot of uh, stuff. He sold some boots um, that he had worn for biddings so that it would go to charities and stuff. So he has just been, I, which Biggie is also, as always, pretty dope. But I, that was really, really good to see. And also just weirdly, I'm just going to put it over. Maybe I should have done it last week. I don't know because I just think it's cool. Um, I think JoJo had her baby, I think. Did that Aww. happen? 
I huh. think hasn't she been pregnant forever? I was going to say <laughs> she's like, been pregnant for. Is it was it another baby? Was it a new baby? I'm assuming it's a new baby because I think that she, if not, she'd have been pregnant for like three years. I think. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming they did that again. Look, um, it can't be all miniature horses, Danielle. Sometimes you've got to move on from the miniature horses and start making babies. Like start making people. So yeah, that that's cute. Um, you know, uh, another black person in the world. Congratulations. Yay. All right, Lindsay. I just wanted to follow up really what Danielle is saying and put over everyone that's doing good stuff. And there's so many of them. I mean, apart from the fact, like, I mean, this is gross and I I don't like it and it's awful and it shouldn't have to happen. But all of the black wrestlers and fans who are having to, like we said, display their pain so that we can get it. Like, you shouldn't have to. But if you have done that and you felt comfortable doing that, I hope it reached someone and thank you for doing that. I hope you never have to do it again. Mm. Thank you to all the wrestlers that are doing their bit while their companies do not. So Pete Dunn, uh, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven have made that <sighs> huge donation. I know FTR have teamed up with Sonya Deville, um, and they're doing an Instagram Live auction of some stuff to raise money. And also mm. I want to give a shout out to MV Young, who is an independent wrestler in New York. And um, I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter. He is His Twitter handle is the only mv young and he's out there on the street at the protests helping protect people handing out gatorade uh doing the work and being a white able body to put between black protesters and police yes. mm-hmm. uh, and i i cannot commend him enough for offering to use his body in that way like he has said he has a video he has a pin video where he says you know he can't use his body to wrestle right now but he can use his body for this um, and he's openly queer and he is super inclusive and just seems like such a ray of light on the internet. And now to see him doing this, um, I just wanted to say thank you because lots of people can't and lots of people can and it's the people who are because it's great when you say a thing, but like it's better when you do a thing. So yep. there are some people who can't go out and do protesting. There's like, uh, you know, I, there are people I know who would love to be out there protesting. I can't really be out there protesting, which kind of sucks um, because I would really like to be. But there are people who can't for multiple reasons. Either it's like you can't do it because your body's all fucked up or you can't do it because of COVID or like there's lots of different reasons why or you can't do it because you live with someone or you take care of someone in your life who was vulnerable. Um, there are lots of different reasons why people can't do it. So it is, you know, there's always something you can do even if you can't go protest. Um, yeah, I'm offering another moment of Zen for anybody who needs it, mm-hmm. which is a seven second clip of Adam Cole having a staring contest with a hamster during an Instagram live. There will be a link to that in the show notes so you can you can it's, see it it's a screen record moment i think you yeah. record that and you keep it on your phone and you just keep it there <laughs> keep it uh, emergency and in your heart yeah is i is there anything else people anything i i don't have anything i mean it's in your house Go. this week right it's in your house on sunday i'm not promoting no fuck so, WWE. no I'm not, not to promote it but i was like that's something else that's happening fuck those yeah. guys but i do want to see the dream adam cole match that was the that's the only thing i'm gonna say to people if you need a moment this weekend i think mm-hmm. that will be worth your time you know while i prepare myself for the greatest wrestling match ever next week i just i don't know if i can warm up enough for that so mm, yeah i'm already uh, doing my kegels just to be sure there you go uh i would add Please. to donate money to relevant charities right now figure out the one that you feel is going to do the most help to do that if you can't donate help amplify voices no matter what educate yourself that's your responsibility to seek out information and nobody else's 
So take the time to do that. Oh, yeah. And here's a note. I, I, I said this, if you watch like SJU or anything, I said this before, but I want to uh, reiterate it because I do think it's important. A lot of people are reaching out to folks to be like, how can I help? Guys, there are activists who been do who live this life for like decades. They already have the resources made that you are looking for for things mm-hmm. that you can do and next steps to take and education. The performers and other people in your lives, many of them are like do keep up on this stuff, but most of us are like not experts in it because I consider an expert to be someone who does this stuff every single day. I have opinions, I am read, but I am not an expert. If you guys want stuff to do, like if you want to know like what's a good next step, what are things that we, that we could be doing, what are things for you to be learning about, please search out people who know what the fuck they're talking about. Please don't act, ask every single black person on the timeline because a lot of us don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Um, we are experts in our own experiences. We are experts in, in watching black pain. Like we are experts in all that stuff. A lot of us, we don't fucking know activism tactics. We don't know that shit. Go talk to the people who know that stuff because that's going to be way more useful to you than asking, you know, your favorite actor, well, what, you know, what should I do next? Like a bunch of people were asking Janelle Monae, what do I do next? It's like, fucking, she's, I mean, yes, she's obviously like a smart person and she knows stuff, but even she had to be like, I'm not a fucking activist. She can get on the good foot. Like she can teach you how to get on the good foot and she can do a bunch of other like really awesome stuff. But that doesn't mean that she's automatically an activist and you wouldn't ask someone, you wouldn't ask someone who's like, oh, okay, well, your family is doctors. So what do I do about this lump? Like, no, you should really... Like you should go to the experts to find out all of this stuff. And I don't mean to sound like angry or aggressive about it, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want you talking to people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about, which is why I don't say a lot of, like very often, if you don't see me saying anything, it's because I'm like directing people to the people who know what the fuck they're talking about, because that's not me. Don't be Stephanie McMahon. Don't ask your one black friend to fix Don't ask your one black friend. Don't do that. Who works for you? (laughs) Who works for you? (laughs) Only one of them uses their first name. It's, it's she's not your friend. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's out there. It's easy to find. You Google it. Just Google Black Lives Matter. You're going to find information yeah, really they have a easily. Shit, they have a shit ton of resources. They even have forms that populate themselves so that you can send them off to folks. Just like make re- 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 relevant changes, obviously, um, so that like, but whatever. They have stuff that you can use. So, yeah. With a power fist in the sky and a tear in his eye, our producer is Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle's the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also Discord. Links to all of those are in our show notes. If you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Thank you so much to the Max Fun members who make this show possible. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.